immense shake down. Hello, hello, I'm your host, Eve6000. And I'm the other one, the ugly one. And welcome to the Shady, the Shady Edit. Okay, so today we are discussing season 13, episode 4 of RuPaul's Drag Race. The real first episode. (laughs) Right, yes. And we have a very special guest, Juice Box. Hi. 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 (laughs) From season 1 of Canada's Drag Race. Oh my god. (laughs) Season 1. I know, that's the way we all say it, like in all of our Yeah. You're like, let me just take this three second pause so I don't have to figure out what what else to say later in the video. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, So how have you been? Me? Oh, I'm good. Thriving. Just, you know, staying inside. I'm staying a la maison. Um, Yeah, it's good. I just want the world to open back up so I can actually, you know, make money. Yeah, true. Hopefully, like, I hope that, you know, some we can have some semblance of like shows like for pride so that you guys can get a pride season you know yeah just a little kiss of pride but who knows <laughs> who yeah. knows if they keep if they keep stalling these vaccinations i just feel like i'll be inside forever yeah you've been, you've been uh spending the time redecorating this new house that you have and everything mm-hmm. looks so gorgeous that Thank like you. little theater room you posted it looks oh, oh so cute Oh, thank you. Sorry, something totally just fell and scared me. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I actually I had to. So you know my my room that's all pink in the basement. Yeah, the little, yes. little draggedy drag room. My little draggedy drag room. We had to convert it into a studio because I'm you know doing so much digital stuff now that yeah. it's literally like it went. It's like half of it is still like cute, fun drag room, and the other half is just like lights, ring light, like desk. <laughs> So it just mm. looks like this weird studio with flamingo walls. I kind of live. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I lo- I sort of love it. And it's like still really girly and fun. So I, I like it. That. The no, Canada's Drag Race girls love flamingos, apparently. Every, yeah, they all love flamingos. <laughs> no, I feel that. I just moved and I've been doing this Drag Race UK uh, uh, viewing party. And mm-hmm. I still have like boxes in, like I have like a drag room now. But what I've been doing is literally like I line the walls with boxes while I'm recording so you can't see anything. But what it's doing is it's making my internet connection really bad. So I keep like cutting out during the stream because the Wi-Fi can't get to me because it's <laughs> oh, just no. like three layers thick of boxes that it has oh, to my God. But that I also find boxes. that so like the charming thing about like digital drag is that like they have weird glitches like that and yeah. funny sort of things that happen that you're just kind of like, eh, I'm just going to roll with the bunches. Yeah, it, 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 the character from a drag show is definitely not lost with a bad internet connection <laughs> it's like you go to a no. show at the drink where you're your own dj and you're just oh, like 100 oh. my favorite was my favorite was tammy gachi djing for herself off an apple watch <laughs> she would plug her phone in and use her apple watch to control and change the song and i was like you are doing the future like i was just like she is a way ahead of all of us she's she's, she's going for it the yeah. future of drag really it really Tammy truly. she's season two bitch season two <laughs> well but, so season wait, but... two was announced so now all the girls are auditioning Mm-hmm. So that must be exciting for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of exciting that I don't have to go through the process again because I remember yeah. just how stressful it was. Um, Absolutely, but I, I'm excited to see all the girls. You know, everyone's obviously because you have to keep it very hush hush. Of course, um, yeah. So we don't. I don't know who's auditioned, and um, yeah, I'm just really excited to see who gets on. Yeah. 
yeah it's gonna be exciting I, I i it's it's always good to see like the second season of something because like like we're seeing with uk like the second season i i feel is is like better like it it looks better it looks like the girls are more ready because they have more of an ecosystem there now to create all these looks and everything whereas the first it feels season, like they've kind of figured out everything that they couldn't do in the first one and then yeah do it in the second yeah yeah, well, it's like even the idea that this season they finally had a musical, and it was like, well, duh, half of the queens are like, that's their act is singing yeah, lives, and you didn't do yeah. it during the first season. <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. Um, so we come into the episode, and the winner circle is keying about the good losers episode. coming back. Yeah, it was. it was really good. It was so much fun. And the losers come back in. Candy tells all the girls to put their mean faces on. And Gottmik is just sitting there smiling because she doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> She's like, this is about as mean as I get. And so all the losers come in and all the girls meet each other for the first time. And the winner's circle asks the Porkchop girls why they eliminated Elliot because Elliot is now hiding behind the divider, much like uh, Vanjie did in season 11. And they basically said that she wasn't giving much personality. So it was kind of just a meh, you know, and Elliot's listening to everything that they're saying. And then Elliot comes out and surprises them from behind a little divider and says, we have a lot to talk about. And Tamisha says there was no malice behind it. It was going to have to be one of us. And then Elliot says, well, why didn't you jump up? And Tamisha said, because they didn't vote me. They voted you. And um, in her confessional, she's like, <laughs> all these chihuahuas beside me and you're going to go for the pit bull. <laughs> Lollary says, I know Tamisha Mon from back in Atlanta and that bitch likes to fight. Now, I'm confused because I feel like we know that Tamisha is Lala's drag mother, but we haven't touched on that at all in the show. Yeah, they haven't mentioned it. Um, apparently, the relationship's funny, though. From what I've, like, read, it was like, a, she taught her to do drag, she did it, and then she stopped doing it, and then she kind of started again on her own without Tamisha's mm. help, and then she got on the show. Oh. Okay. So yeah, maybe that's something that they'll touch on later maybe yeah, yeah. I, I and, and like so. i think i think a lot of the times like when somebody's like your drag mother it's not always like it's not like a real family relationship you know it's like sometimes you you make an associate association with someone but then like things become distanced and you don't really have anything to do with them anymore so yeah. it's not really important mm -hmm. there's a lot well, of I've... people who have like drag families in toronto and you would never know that they're related yeah, yeah. some yeah. some of them are a lot deeper and like stronger connections than others right some of them it's like they're everything yeah. and some of them it's like yeah that's my drag mother but like it's, that's it you know what i mean like, yeah twice removed twice yeah, removed exactly. mother <laughs> um so the girls start talking about who's single and everybody's putting their hands up and joey puts his hand up and candy candy was like oh you're single and then she runs around to the other side runs of the table right around <laughs> and joey runs around away from her Hilarious. Uh, so RuPaul uh, comes in and says they're putting the elimination back into this competition officially. Uh, so somebody's going to get eliminated this week, finally. Finally. I think just being like a first out girl, like I need to see someone join my crew. Right. So when yes. they don't eliminate someone, I'm like, do it. <laughs> like, but it's I, being a little bitch. And do <laughs> you have to do, do. 
I was saying that like I like I get what they're trying to do with this and I and I don't mind it with the two premieres. I think that extra lip sync episode was just like a lot. But I was yeah. saying that I really like what they're do what they did with the UK, how they did like three full promo looks and really like extended mm -hmm. out the promo process to kind of show let them show more because it also is like isn't because there's sometimes that like by showing them in the format of the show it can kind of just like I don't know. I, I, I really like the way the UK did it this year. And I found this a little stressful and dragged out for the audience. Yeah, I think three weeks is a little too long for a premiere, but um, I really liked how they did it last year where it was just the two episodes with half the cast and then they came yeah. together episode three. I feel like that that's a better formula, but I do like that um, the girls got a lot of time to showcase like different looks and stuff because, you know, it's mm -hmm. everyone prepares a lot and I'm, the girl who went home first obviously spent a lot of money on her pageant or her package. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm glad she got to show off more than just, you know, one look, you know. But I mean, like career wise, I would say the fact that I didn't make it a bunch of episodes, it made I feel like my fan base get a little stronger because people like craved to get a, to know you a little bit more. Mm, so it's true. kind of a mm -hmm. blessing to not get that much exposure if you are going to be an early out because then people want to see more of you. So they kind of want to kind of crave that connection. So they seek you out a little bit more than if they are exposed to you so much, then mm -hmm. it may not make it as, you know. Especially in a year like this too, where everything's digital, right? Because mm -hmm. you're able to provide that to them in such an accessible way that everyone's able to provide anything right now, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, cool. absolutely. And like, it makes them really want to see all your looks every week that you didn't get to show off. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the maxi challenge is introduced and they're going to be doing cheesy holiday movies for the RuPaul Mark channel. So fun. Yeah. And uh, RuPaul has pre-assigned the teams to break the girls up, which I think is a great idea because I wouldn't want to see the same girls just like click together. Mm -hmm. So yeah. she put Denali, Elliot, Kimora, and Olivia Lux in Misery Loves Company. And Lala Ree, Rose, Simone, and Utica in God Loves Flags, which is a great mm -hmm. name. And so Gottmik, uh, Joey J, Candy Muse, Tamisha Mon, and Tina Burner in April Fool's Rush In. Wigs are provided by Wigs and Grace, so that's a step up from Rockstar Wigs, I will say. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they do Wigs and Grace last year too, I think? Oh, maybe. But it was Rockstar Wigs for so long. It's just in yeah. my mind. It was Rockstar for a while, and it was like, girl you're a drag yeah. show come on like <laughs> <laughs> but these are like styled cute they're nice they're yeah. really nice but i have a feeling didn't they have to style them themselves last time like the rock star wigs they i think they would have to style themselves maybe i, I don't maybe. know i mean I'm i don't sure. think we got to really see it on camera so probably not i would say because they it might they might as well just give them some you know honestly i was pretty sure when it was the too. rock star wigs none of them actually used them <laughs> <laughs> that's also possible so denali immediately picks the lead role in her group which is a choice it's, i like that energy though like go for it says <laughs> well it's a great energy when you have the ability to back it up but uh elliot wants the stupid cupid because she's actually stupid and i have to say after what we've seen this week that seems fitting uh <laughs> And Kamora talks about how she can't stand Elliot's voice. That was a cute little scene. <laughs> and Candy immediately picks the character Whoopee Cushion and starts highlighting all of her lines before anyone can object. 
which is a very strong energy to go into the challenge with. I I'm think uh, I, I love I love the way I love the way Mick talked about it. They were like kind of a lot, but like I respect it to a degree. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. she's going for it. I mean, you have to kind of just stake your claim, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like we know a lot of those people, and a lot of those people I find are very successful. Mm-hmm. So it's just like yeah. you know what they're they they know what they want, and they're gonna go and do it well. So get it, sure. Yeah. And Rosé has a little monologue where she thinks that she and Tina are going to be like the top contenders for this challenge. And she's really trying to make sure that she lives up to all of the like really high energy that Tina is putting into it. RuPaul asks why the Queens voted for Elliot. And Utica says that she gives a very warm energy and Elliot gives a very cold energy, which I definitely can see. Utica's just so sweet. Yeah, I think that's complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I and we saw the girls talking about how Utica like went to pick up uh, one of Kamora's nails and like help her put it back on. And that's what like sealed the deal for them for why they all unanimously voted for Elliot in the second vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can get that. It is once you guys, once you walk into that room, you become like immediate like family. Like you, once you see each other, you're just like, we're stuck with each other for a while so I think even little things like that could once you're in that pressure cooker just like change everything on a dime yeah absolutely no, exactly especially being divided like that like cut into the yeah. so much that you're like mm-hmm. extra mm-hmm. like bonded with those people right yeah. yeah but also Elliot did have a point when she mentioned that she was the last one in the room and Kimora already had people that she was like she already had Denali who she was friends with and kind of associated with. So she did have the least amount of time to win them over. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So we get this funny little moment where Rue asks Utica if she's ever smoked weed before because of her character being like a a hippie. And uh, Utica just makes a bunch of funny faces. I'm assuming she didn't want to say it on TV because of like maybe her family or something. Yeah. It was so funny. It was hilarious, yeah. Just the, like, goofy thing. She knew how to keep it going, too, because she got that first laugh, and then she was like, well, let me let me just have some fun with this. <laughs> yeah. Because if you make RuPaul laugh, you know, you're in, you're in the good books. I'm pretty true. sure Utica's in the top four now because she did that. Like, that's, I think, how it works, <laughs> right? That's how it works. She got, she got a five-minute laugh, so it's just she's there. Yeah, she got yeah. a memeable moment on the RuPaul's Drag Race Twitter page, so she's done. Like, <laughs> she can just sit in the corner and watch the other girls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Tamisha is doing uh, a, a character inspired by Cher that's like a fortune teller, and RuPaul asked to hear a bit of her Cher impersonation. And it was not the best. It wasn't that, that bad. I didn't think it was horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the best. And then RuPaul asked her to name three Cher songs because she said she's a fan of Cher. And she couldn't name one. <laughs> she said Gypsy. Yeah, which is Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Yeah. Did you think, though, like, when she said that in your mind, did you name three Cher songs that weren't Believe? Yeah. Well, I mean, I could, but, like... Because okay. I only got, like, two. I had a period a couple of years ago where I would listen to Cher, like, all the time. She so said I know a lot of five. Cher songs. Not three. No, she said three. I'm pretty sure. No, it was three, babe. Was it three? I'm pretty sure it was three. Yeah. Five is a big ask. Three is like reasonable. Yeah. But then Rue tells her 
ask ask her who her other like so, like famous favorite celebrities are was something that she would rather be inspired by and she said Rue five tells her, i'm watching the subtitles she said five okay well it's not important anyway <laughs> let me move along so Ruth tells her to make natalie cole share which is very confusing that was such and a confusing this, note <laughs> this is one of rupaul's you know few instances of really bad advice that i'm glad she didn't listen to and Gottmik says uh, that she has a good memory. So RuPaul asks her what the three names Tamisha just said were. And she says, Patty LaBelle. And then I got so distracted by your gorgeous pussy bow. <laughs> <laughs> a great way to get out of answering the question. Great way. Just charisma it up. Yeah. RuPaul tells him the runway theme and then she gets out of there. I love the runway theme. So exciting. Me too. I'm so excited. I also noticed like a little difference that we see is that all of them go to RuPaul now. RuPaul doesn't go to them. So they all switched out as groups at the table. So Ru didn't have to move. (laughs) That may be a COVID thing. I think it's a COVID thing. Yeah. Because if you notice RuPaul's at one end of the table and they stay at the other kind of thing now. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like a distance COVID thing. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. So we get right into the challenge and Tina and Gottmik are doing really well right away. I think t- uh, like Tina is, is um, wait, not Tina. Was it Tina? Oh yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Sorry, I was confused because the order yeah. they show them in later. But yeah, Tina and Gottmik do really well right away. I think Tina is like obviously going to be a standout for this challenge, it seems. Mm-hmm. Like she's got this very like Joan Crawford character going on and she's doing it really well. She looks just like Alexis Michelle in that one bad runway where no one told her to change and she got real mad. <laughs> Her, the turquoise? No, she he's talking about the the Studio Fifty Four runway. The Studio Fifty Four and in Untucked, she got so mad at everyone. She was like, "Why did no one tell me I should have changed? If you all saw <laughs> oh that my, my outfit wasn't up to status." I thought it was the yeah. turquoise where she was just like, "I could have been blind stoning this." <laughs> the like, turquoise, oh. turquoise, <laughs> lady turquoise. <laughs> So Ross really pushes Tamisha to extend her, whoa, and uh, it ends up really paying off. It was a little frustrating at first because she wasn't really getting it, but she ends up really pulling it out and being super funny. And Joey is having trouble with lines and not cheating to camera. And Candy comes in and basically just explodes the whole scene with her like energy. Like she's, she, a lot of people have said that she's very like Tasmanian devil of drag, like I live. Just, just like a loud tornado coming in, like fucking everything up. Very much like Miss Vanjie in a way. Yeah. I love her so much. I just think that she's so charismatic and fun to watch. Yeah, I absolutely love Candy. And she's mm-hmm. definitely and... taken that narrator of the season role in like in the confessionals is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in her confessional, she says, ballpark, out of the park, whatever that reference is, that. <laughs> <laughs> And her little lisp. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, she's great. I, I, I find so many people from New York have that same lisp, which is so weird. I, like, you wouldn't think a lisp would be, like, a locational affectation, but I guess it is. I mean, people in Spain have lisps, right? Yeah. Oh, you know what you didn't mention was how Candy said she loves feminine guys. And, like, oh, that true, was such yeah. A, that was such a great thing to see because it's usually it's so glorified for people to just like really masculine guys but for someone to just outwardly say how much they love like just feminine dudes was just like oh that was really nice oh yeah i love that Mm -hmm. yeah that was nice uh so we get into the other group's performance and simone is like 
so hilarious, like right away. The way she says factory. Oh my That's god. So good. Well, the thing is, in the in their rehearsals, I forget, I think it was Rose was saying how she was really worried for her because she was kind of struggling a bit. And the second uh-huh. she gets in the room, it's like there's the star. She turns it on and it, and she gets into her the character and she like kills it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she really has that exact energy that they're asking for. Mm-hmm. And like she's just nailing it in every aspect. Like she is such an incredible performer to watch. The way she uses her her body language is so like just on point. Like she's so mm-hmm. funny and she's so like perfect to exactly what they need, you know? Yeah, 100%. yeah. I don't it's it's hard to think about what she would be bad in in the whole show because everything she's just excelled at so good. She's so well. won everything she's done so far. Yeah. yeah so it's I'm, just like, what is she gonna be bad at? Because you know there's always a slip. There's no well, one who's ever they, right. they show that she can't sew apparently next week. So we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> Ooh, oh I know I know what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> well she's also she's also not a dancer. So if they do a dance challenge she could be in trouble. But she yeah, but did, they did end up dance pulling on it the off. first on when they did the the girl group. Yes, but she yes. Quite well, she did end up pulling it off because her verse was like so good, and she has such good energy the whole time. Mm-hmm. But if they did something that was just a dance challenge, she could be in trouble. But they don't yeah. really do that so much anymore. So yeah. I think she'll be okay. Yeah. After after they like almost seriously injured, well, they did seriously injure some by making them cheerlead. They've kind of avoided right. those highly physical. Oh, yeah, when things. Eureka's knee just like removed itself from her body. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Was- so they have Rosé doing this gnome character, which is a little weird, but um, she's wearing the same wig that she wore for her, her day runway. Yeah, that like, her little Picasso oh my weird wig. I didn't notice. She, I was watching um, Janelle number no. five and Tsunami Muse when they were recapping that episode, and they called it vieja hair. Vieja means old lady in Spanish. Oh, what? <laughs> because it's very that, like a poofy, like pulled back bun, like very that mm-hmm. i also want to know where did lala re get this wig from because this lace is a completely different color than her skin tone <laughs> oh girl that oh I, I i felt like okay i was watching it and i was like maybe it's just because it's not glued down and it's lifting off her head right and it's also just obviously not the right color which is difficult to find like usually i, if you I think it's skin, someone else's wig it could be yeah yeah I think she just borrowed yeah. someone else's wig and didn't uh, want to change the lace in case they needed it later. And yeah, which for is, these challenges, I never expect anybody to look good. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's they're just like messing around right. in these really. Like it doesn't have to be perfect, but unfortunately, her performance mm. was flatter than her lace. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Did you write that down last night? Just waiting to. No, to I say just it? I, I came up She's with a- it now because I'm a comedy genius. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, excellent. Oh, there's a beginning to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, the way she's delivering her lines, like, Red is trying to shut down the flag factory. What should we do? It's just very, very bad. Um, and Denali also was of that similar note. She honestly, Denali sounded like somebody fed the notes into one of those like talking programs on the computer or Siri, where it's just like, she's saying the words, but they are so weirdly said that it just doesn't seem to make sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's just cause she's just trying to get the words out cause she can't remember them all. Cause there's so yeah. many. And yeah. it's what? like, I feel like taking the main role on these acting challenges rarely pays off it paid off i think for like bob and thorgy in season eight for that like um 
for that one where they did i forget what it was a parody of ruko's empire yeah ruko's empire it that one paid off for them but usually taking the lead role is not the way to go it's taking one of those little side characters that you can really camp up and make Mm. something out of but also like if she i don't think because i didn't get what the reference was at first until it was explained later but it oh my god i just burped i'm so sorry but i think if she like (laughs) got the reference like at the beginning and like really understood what the reference was i feel like she would have been able to run with it more because the the reference is so big that you can't not you can't really underact that yeah 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 i agree um Kamora is wearing a green screen suit with but she has body. her full drag body on and her breastplate <laughs> i'm living episode. this has little nipples this has ivory towers energy because ivory towers uh, will wear her full breastplate fully. under like a fully concealed like costume a gown anything she'll wear the full thing and i'm like ivory it weighs like 10 pounds she's like i need it to feel like i'm doing it and i'm like okay but go you know on it's like she knew she's just like i'm gonna be on tv these people are gonna see this body they're gonna see a perfect shape they're not gonna see they're gonna be body. like i'm gonna be perfect and i'm gonna be perky and you're gonna deal with it and you're gonna live and i respect that i wish she belted it <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> she goes and sews a green belt yeah <laughs> she has a nice they, little they, they make the tree have like a cinched waist <laughs> yeah fully uh so kimura's line is i was rooting for us but she can't say it she keeps saying i was rooting for us and they go over this a bajillion times this was painful <laughs> yeah this is hard to watch um i love how would tyra say it she was rooting for us <laughs> I was rooting for you. Okay, so I was rooting for us. I was rooting for us. <laughs> for us. It's just always the up at the end. It was so oh, funny. Okay. So uh, Candy, so they're, they're getting ready for the runways now. Candy has to redo her look because apparently her original look is did not work out. Um, so she has to, like, she's adding a train onto another outfit she has. Now, which is a very pretty original? outfit. Did she post the original yet? She didn't I post the original. Seen it. She hasn't she, it. she tweeted that it was a 46-foot-long Bikala original. Whoa. I think, and I think it was just because it was just too long. Like I think it was just too big where she literally would be at the end of the runway and the rest of the train would still be back there. True, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's just why she chose not to. Well, Although, like, imagine if she did and she just was just the, the train just never ended. <laughs> and it, it always stayed half in the backstage. I would live. back there. She's getting she's getting judged. It's still back there. <laughs> Takes up the entire runway. Yeah. I would live. She goes to Untucked. It's still on the stage. <laughs> yes. Okay, but apparently this outfit is her fin- was her finale look. Okay, yeah. well then she was saved by using it now. <laughs> Literally, I'm like. I hope you cut that Bikala up and use it for the finale, like. Yeah, but I do really like this. This We'll get into it in the slapper crap. Yeah, but we'll get into it. Tina and Mick help her sew it, and they've basically become really close. They're starting to become sort of a clique, you know, because they really get along together and really, you know, support each other, which is nice. A little Alaska yeah. Talks tease. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can, can T-Mick... <laughs> Cantemic. Sounds like you're anemic. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> you need a juice, hon. <laughs> <laughs> so the girls are doing, Shelby, drink your juice. <laughs> so the girls are um, at the mirror talk, doing their makeup for the runway. And Simone talks about how she went to prom and drag. And that was her first time in drag. And it like took away her fear and made her feel empowered and strong and not scared to be herself. I live. I love that. I wish I went to prom and drag. I know, me too. I didn't go I to don't, prom. They don't, ha- I'm, they don't have prom in Saskatchewan. You get, all, you, you, you get all, you have like a formal dance at school, which people will wear like gowns for, but it's not like a huge, huge thing. And then you wear the big gowns and have the dinner for graduation. Cause there's graduation in the morning, which is the ceremony. And then there's like a graduation gala after it. This is why you do drag. Oh. You didn't get prom. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. this is why. I was like, Ryan Murphy, this is how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Screaming. So Joey asks if anyone has ever dated a woman and Tamisha brings up her three biological kids. So we're finally getting more information about this. She has twins who are 35 and another daughter, I think, who's 33. Because she did say my oldest daughter before. So there must be one boy, one girl in the twins. Tamisha could be my my mom, dad. Like, because I'm literally turning 32. Like she could literally have birthed me. Yeah, well, she could be my grandfather. Oh, you're so young. (laughs) so young i'm just 17 just barely so she realized she was gay after high school and she so i guess that means she had three kids like around high school yeah and she started doing drag she's also only 49 right yeah well she's i'm saying she's 50 now yeah she she named herself in drag after her oldest biological daughter adorable the cutest thing in the world like literally my heart was just melting i was like this is adorable i love this I mean, if I was Tamisha, I'd be pissed because my mom is Tamisha Iman and she's right. stunning. I'd be like, thanks for taking my name away. But um, but it yeah. is very cute. Yeah, super cute. And the other girls ask, is her middle name coming for you? <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're like, oh, you can't talk about that because I wasn't there. And Denali says, well, then I better not hear any Simone's coming for the throne. And Candy says, well, she ain't. And then she says, it's a joke. I said, JK, Kamora. And Kamora goes, Kamora. Which was a long way to tell that joke, but it was a very funny part of the episode. You know what? Um, I love when we get, like, a lot of kikiing in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Like, when the girls are really having fun with each other and laughing. It's, like, my favorite part of the show. Yeah, it's so cute. Also, I get that because all the girls, I remember when we all got home, they would all be singing the fucking girl group rap. Right. And, would be, and they'd be, like, all doing each other's parts. And me and, me and Kyne were always, like, <laughs> that's so that's so great for yeah, you guys I'm so happy for you <laughs> uh, so our fabulous guest judge this week I'm is dead. celebrity drag race royalty Lonnie Love mm. who won her episode of celebrity drag race which is great she's um, got a title so we're about to get into right she yeah, with the crown she's a title holder <laughs> she- <laughs> She should have. That would have been you great. Know, you know damn well they had one crown and they had to share it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a prop. Uh, so what did you guys think of RuPaul's look? I thought it was really, really gorgeous. Was this the one with the brown one with the legs? Uh. No, that's UK. This is the the olive green with the ginger hair. Oh. Oh, whoops. There's so many. <laughs> right now I literally, I need to look it up. Um, it's a lot. But I'm sure it's stunning. Yeah, this is the olive green with the draping. Oh my God, it's so pretty. And the way 
the shoulders are done. Yeah. It looks amazing. Actually, it kind of looks, uh, it reminds me of my, my oh, continental dress a little she bit. She saw your photo and went. I see where she oh, got her yeah. inspo. Oh, you know, I love a wrap dress. <laughs> yes, I love fabric draped around like that. It's so flattering on like every body type. It's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Her body is also nuts. That waist is so small. And can we talk about her makeup too? Like her makeup is looking so stunning. And with this hair, it's perfect. It really feels like Raven has like fallen into the perfect yes. niche with her. Yeah, I love RuPaul in ginger hair. I just think she looks the absolute best as yes. a ginger. And this wig, uh, the the color mm. blend of this wig is so gorgeous. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder where she gets her wig. I know of uh, one or two wore wigs she... by Vanity at one point. Well, she used to exclusively wear wigs by Vanity, like in the earlier seasons, and like, but now she's branched out and she's doing other things because like different colors and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So I guess that would be down to her wig stylist. She probably just wears whatever he gets, and he well, the wig stylist it. is he knows um, what her standard is. Isn't it a Delta? No, it Delta did one season. No, it's not Delta anymore. Delta only did oh, one okay. season. Uh, no, I think Delta did two seasons. I think she did season nine and ten. Mm. But that that like ginger that. looks like a vanity because it has like that lighter front to back. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. It does, yeah, yeah. It's really gorgeous. Anyway, let's get into our favorite segment, Slap or Crap. First up, we have Denali. This is epic. Oh, God. It's a slap, 100%. This looks like Kimchi's season eight um, parrot run look that she did for the Roller Girl runway, mm. but actually good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Like, but this is like the super evolved version of that. Yeah. Like, this is so good. Mm. And I'm assuming this is done by Raul Rodaggio because he's the Chicago guy who does all the feathers. Uh. It's it looks so expensive. I was gonna say it looks so like expensive. Like, and the hair with this is the perfect choice. Yeah. Like that big bouffant. And she says she was inspired by the Quetzalcoatl, which is uh um like Latin American uh deity, which mm-hmm. which is like um it's known as the great serpent, but it's like a flying serpent with wings, like a bird. It's confusing. But uh it's this is amazing. It's so good. And I love that she had uh, like her thumb and her index finger nail made on one hand and it makes a beak. Yes. Oh, that's why she her kept nails, doing that. Yeah, her nails are actually like shaped to look like a beak. It's oh, so cool. I love that. Yeah, definitely incredible. Okay, next we have Olivia Lux. This is real cute. I oh, this yeah. is so good. We didn't get enough Olivia this episode, by the way. No, she was kind of falling in the background, Truly. but this runway is so beautiful like and especially i love the 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 matte lavender um ruffles it Mm -hmm. just is like the perfect accompaniment to all of the excess that's going on with the rest of the outfit and the the little harp oh so cute yes and it's the perfect hair choice the makeup the thing she's this girl has been doing drag for less than two years at this point in this episode and that's incredible yeah. like i'm we're not ready for olivia lux at like five or ten years no, she's so i think she's just like maybe one of the most talented people there she's gonna keep looking getting prettier and i'm scared but like i know <laughs> also she had tweeted um did you guys see my tiny purse this episode i didn't she had oh. she has no she has it in the um when the other girls walk in at the beginning Oh, okay. 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 If there isn't a tiny purse every episode that she is in, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. I need it. Tiny purse, tiny purse. Next, we have Elliot with two T's. I Um, hate this. What does she wear? 
This is like a white cat suit that she had out of some pre-sequin fabric. Oh, and it's not even right, like right, right, pattern right. matched fully. And then she said, someone make me a big um like train out of some like nylon material. And then I'm going to put one of those good stretchy belts over it to cover the scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm not impressed by this. I mean, it's not like she looks bad. It's not like an ugly look like some other girls this episode. But it's just not what you should be wearing for a train runway like this is just not right to me and i'm gonna give it a crap yeah i agree it's a crap for me next we have uh, is, did you it? did you die Hello? no I'm, I'm here i just <laughs> okay <laughs> i just was she just doesn't want to be mean I just, yeah i just don't want to be too mean but it's uh <laughs> next we have kimura hall wow oh, this is it's, uh, it's stunning this is a fax level. This is a fap. Agreed. Mm-hmm. A fap is is above a slap. Oh, word. Okay, I was just like, what? a fap is like a shoot, but it's like our god tier, like highest of high. Um, this is like, I, I okay. Personally, I am obsessed when people like incorporate their culture into their drag, which mm-hmm. is something that we saw a lot on this runway, actually. Yeah. Um, and this is just like so, so, so stunning and so immaculate, like in the presentation, even when she turns around, the, the spikes on like the spine of the dress, her hair parts and the spikes poke through. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, the whole thing is so perfect. And the presentation of it with the fan and everything, it's just like at 1 million percent, like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And the hair too, the hair is absolutely stunning. Yes. She and she had it. a different hair for this. Yeah, she was gonna say the hair was different. Yeah, but I think this was the right choice mm-hmm. for the runway. Like this, this made it like m- look more elevated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it plays up with like the symmetry of the gown really gorgeously. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so stunning. Absolutely. So that was a fap. Next we have Simone. Oh, oh this is so good. It's just perfect. Like, she the, has anybody done this before? Because I feel like I don't think I've seen like Lonnie Love said we're gonna see Rihanna wear this, and I'm like literally. I agree it's very rare a lot of people are always like that's so rihanna and a lot of people try to say things have very rihanna vibes or like they want to emulate and say that rihanna would do something this is something like genuinely i'm like this is the right thing and rihanna's like well this is setting the trend for rihanna this is setting the trend for rihanna exactly yeah exactly it's so good everything that simone does is like like we've already said is so good but even her sense of fashion is so it's like wild what goes on in her mind and how she puts it together into an outfit. It's so stunning. Yeah. Yes. Like it's the perfect degree of camp. It's culture. It's fashion. It's drag. Like it's pure it's drag. drag. Yeah. It's literally like the perfect intersection. It's amazing. Mm, there's not one thing wrong with it. Absolutely incredible. Oh my God. Even the little lap the, if there ever was the one. detail on the, on the pant. Oh Yes, I love that. And and the corset has that same kind of detailing. So it gives like a perfect juxtaposition for the, the satin. Oh, like, the jumps. Oh, and to do that like baby pink accent underneath on the underside mm. too. Beautiful. Oh. Beautiful. Those it's colors so go so good. well together. I want to meet it's someone so who good. doesn't like this. Um, and I want to just like pick their brain on why, because I don't think that person exists. You know? I would like to punch them. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have Lala Ree. This is, it, it's not bad, but it's just like, it's not doing it for me. 
I love it. It's giving me very Beyonce inspired. The only thing is with the train when she initially comes out, I would want that to be longer. It's just yeah. not that long. It just looks like a, a very long sort of coat, mm-hmm. but it, the train should be a little bit longer. But when she took it off and revealed that there were two other trains underneath, that made it more of a train look. Yeah, and I, I like that there, there's no other change in fabric. It literally looks like she's covered in scales. Yeah. Even the mask yeah, is And the presentation very was great as always with her. Hmm? The presentation was great as always with yeah, her. Yeah, she's great. She's very charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a slap. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it a soft slap. <laughs> Next, we have Utica. I love this. Utica. I think this is so camp and so stupid. I wish there would have been a bit more embellishment on the like underdress in the neckline area um but other than that i really love it i think it's stupid you know what i kind of wish i kind of wish the whole chest was just open Mm -hmm. like no dress there agreed yeah oh no i i I like the way that the dress is there because it almost looks like she fell into the curtains and was just like you know what let's make it a look True, it kind of does. Mm-hmm. I like that she said this was a Carol Burnett reference and she did the little ear tug. I thought that was really cute. Oh. Uh, you know what? I thought, it, I thought it was a reference to when Raven did it. Uh, was it Raven or was it? Um... it was Raven. Oh no, Raven. I'm sorry. Raven wore it. Um, what was the Robbie Turner season? A season On season eight, they did. They all had to redo past. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. Raven Broadway walked challenges. out dressed like that. Yeah, right. Because yes, it was yes, that yes. was a redo of the season two challenge gone with the window. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's definitely a slap. Yeah, it's a slap. And next we have Rose. Did this give this you like is... reminiscent of what she wore last week? Yeah, I was kind of getting that too. Yeah, it felt very similar to what she had on last week, like with the ruffles, with this sort of like shape the bigger than bigger than life shape and even color wise I, I got that vibe yeah i'm not yeah, crazy about this but there's nothing like wrong with it it's just i'm not I, my favorite i think visually. i wish it was a different color yeah i don't know it's something about this like blue that i just feel like kind of like doesn't pop enough for me you know or even i would have loved if the white lapels were like stoned or something i just think it needs a little extra something to like take it there. Mm. The construction also looks a little fuzzy around the button and pant area. Like you can see the zipper mm-hmm. really obviously. It's yeah, there's just like little details for me that I wish would have <laughs> been sorted out. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to give it a slap, like a soft slap. It's just not my favorite visually, but there's nothing really wrong with it. Rosé is so hot. Right, I just went on her Instagram and found her like boy section and I was like, Jesus fuck. Anyways, continue. She I can't get over how much she looks like Onision and Shane Dawson. Uh, that I just can't. Oh no. <laughs> she looks like an attractive serial killer. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, Next we have Mick. Now, Mick had clarified this was actually their sheer runway, and they changed their mind when they found out the runway had already been done, and they switched out and used this for this instead, which I love, because I think this runway is absolutely amazing, using the trans uh, flag colors and the leaf blower. I wonder what their train was. Yeah, they said they're eventually going to post it. Oh. 
Um, but I love this, the little like Victoria's Secret kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Especially maybe that's in the why I wasn't colors. that maybe that's why I wasn't really getting trained from this because it wasn't intended as a yeah. train runway, but mm-hmm. it does still have a train, technically. Yeah. The leaf blower for me. Like if it didn't have the leaf blower, <laughs> the I don't leaf know if I'd love it as much. Very cute. Yeah, yeah I, I think I love, the leaf blower I, really like takes it there. I love I for I personally just love drag looks with these colors. Like I always find them so pretty. Like even Simone had really similar colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just beautiful. So definitely, I give it a slap. You know, does anybody else think she looks like Gigi Gorgeous? I was literally just thinking that she gives me that like Paris Hilton, Gigi Gorgeous like vibe, but her and Gigi are best friends. Yeah, but they look like siblings. Like they literally look related. Maybe it's the same doctor. <laughs> I think they have the same face shape. They both have that very square jaw and very yeah, high right, yeah. very similar face shapes. Yeah. Next, we have Tina Burner. Yeah. This is, okay, this is such a good idea. I just, it doesn't read as much as I want it to. You know what I mean? Oh, she's I, I, I just think she doesn't need the shit on the arms. That should yeah, be gone. Yeah, this, the stuff on the arms, I also wish it, like, I wish it was done in, like, that um, blue and white striped denim. That, like, like that. the train conductor overalls are literally made of like if it would have been done in that it would have read perfectly and like the train track train is cute i also don't get the little like wings on the, the, the train track at the end yeah I, it's 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 um i think she just wanted to add more to it and make it more extra but it didn't need it it could have been more simplistic and still 100%. been successful i think it's i see the direction of it and i don't think it's it's terrible it's not terribly done but i just personally think it's really ugly overall so i'm gonna give it a crap i'm gonna give it a soft slap oh my god i just had the biggest and- sneezing fit <laughs> okay i i'm gonna give it a slap i, I like the train all right, next we have Joey J. This is a cool idea. She's just like so bulky and covered up that it's like just bad. The hood doesn't fit right. The jacket drowns her out. And then she did like a chunky slouchy boot. So her legs aren't even defined. I can't even express like how much I dislike this look. <laughs> it's so bad. Like this is like... Remember when I said like a toilet bowl full of shit crap? It's like that. <laughs> this is, I and the concept of the mouth at the back with the tongue, that's cool. But that's the only part of the outfit that is okay. Like the rest of it is so horrible. Like she's wearing this bulky long jacket, which goes past her knees and looks awful. And like some other random crappy bodysuit underneath that like could have been anything like and you're, you're right the hood doesn't fit her properly i don't know why it's so baggy and like thick it's so she probably weird borrowed it from someone else probably yeah it's just really really bad uh, i'm really it's definitely a huge if, crap if, if the if the skirt was half the length it was just a red like braided ponytail wig and she just wore a pump with no bodysuit underneath it would have been gorgeous you know what it kind of reminds me of is um Miley when Miley was doing that like that sort of vibe with like tongues and the lips and stuff yeah. on her lips and I feel like that was the inspiration or yeah kind of give that vibe um and maybe like I wish it was just a little bit more reminiscent of it you know yeah yeah she could have 
Yeah, it's just like editing. I feel like a lot of these girls want to add like 50 things. It's like, you don't need to have a hood and a braided ponytail and a slouchy boot and a leather jacket dress. Like, Although slouchy boot is not easy to wear. It's not. No. And she can rock them usually, but like, like she rocked, she did a slouchy boot. I think she's done two now already. And she can like, they don't look horrible on her. And usually I feel like they look horrible on a lot of people. It's just with this look. It's with not this right. look, it's just because like you're bulking yourself out to the knee with this skirt and then you're bulking your, your calves out in the ankles. Like, I don't Ugh. get it. <laughs> it's horrible. Okay. Next we have Candy Muse. I really like this dress and corset, this garment. I think it's very pretty. Again, I say this all the time, but this is something I would wear. But it is the hair is so horrible and the makeup i don't know what she did with her makeup but it just is not right like yeah she tweeted something and was like never try new things with your makeup on national television <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like her hair her hair and makeup is usually always like perfect yeah this is just so wrong for her this hair looks awful like i think this is a situation where a lot of these girls um don't know how to like fix their hair up a bit when it gets tousled in shipping <laughs> and getting it to the show because yeah. i know there's been a, a few situations where people get to the show and the wig is not what it needed to be because it gets messed yeah. up in the shipping process and they don't have solutions and it's like i think the bang probably fell on the wig and she didn't know how to get it back up in a normal spot so she said i'm just gonna cover my face with it because my makeup went funny anyways yeah. <laughs> that, honest to god yes that makes a lot of sense <laughs> Also, the the body shaper showing on her hips. She could have like draped some fabric over that. So that yeah, that she could have just done little like swoopity dupes underneath. Yeah, the but she may have gotten just... dressed and not have had time because she had put that yeah, train on. Absolutely. And there's so little time for you to get ready that you may not notice that until you've you did your last look and then you're like, oh. yeah. Well. I think it's, I think it's, oh my gosh. I don't know if I should give this a crap or a slap because I do like this outfit. I think it's pretty. It's just, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a slap. I'm going to give it a slap because I think overall it's still like the look is, I I see the direction with the look. I also have a big thing for red velvet. So I'm going to give it a slap. I like it. Me too. I freaking love red velvet. Yeah. I'll give it a slap too. It's a very soft slap. It's a love tap if anything. (laughs) I'm curious if I'm going to see that look, um, like the actual look she's supposed to wear soon or if she's going to save it for something. You never know. Maybe her finale look. Who knows? Yeah, I hope it's her finale look if it's this epic Bikala mm-hmm. train moment. Yeah, maybe. Right. But we will see. Next, we have Tamisha Iman. I don't like this. I hate this. I'm going to give this a crap. Mm-hmm. I love Tamisha, but like, I just, the ruffles, it's, this is some pre-sequence. There's a seam in the middle of her train. The tool around the waist just yeah. hits at the wrong spot, but then it like goes into the train, but like it folds under, so it looks funny. Yeah. You know what it gives me? Uh, it gives me that good, like that that Michelle Ross kind of drag. Like she had made that, and she was going to do the show on Sunday Sunday night at six p.m. And she's going to give you a train and she's going to collect your bills. Like that's what it gave. And she, and she would put the train over the back of the stool. So it draped nicely. Yeah. And, and it's, sat, it's draped yeah. really beautifully on the stage. Like, I think it's a beautiful show outfit, you know? Yeah. Yes. It's a show outfit. It's not a runway outfit to me. And just the ruffles at the, at the waist or like really the lower stomach area is just so wrong like it's so unflattering if those would have gone across the back and created almost a bustle where the train came out it could have looked really cute yes maybe. i agree you know what it kind of looks like 
Um, if you look at the photo, it gives um, it almost like the like a pink version of Elliot's. Literally, yeah, yeah, it's that Similar, same yeah. sort of fabric, and it's a yeah. bodysuit as well with a belt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give this a crap. Unfortunately, love Tamisha, but this look was just not it overall. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a slap because Stan, uh, Tamisha Iman, forever. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. So we get into the presentation where we get to watch all of their lovely uh, RuPaul Mark movies. Yes. And the first one is Misery Loves Company, and uh, Denali still sounds like Siri. And I think Olivia is like doing her best to kind of, you know, work within that scene. But you know, she 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 held her own. She she did what she had to do with yes. what she was given. Yes. Um, Elliot actually did okay. I think. Uh, I mean, I was expecting her to be worse, but think. she actually she actually delivered the lines the way she was supposed to. I mean, she played um, the character she was be in the bottom. To be honest, she didn't. I just found it like two one note. You know what mm. I mean? Like I found I I think th- there she could have. I gone mean, she a lot only had two things. lines. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think she really had the opportunity to really explore the character. But I mean, not to make excuses for her because you know I don't even like her. But uh, <laughs> this this was okay. Like I would I didn't think this was like a bottom two performance. Um, so uh, this storyline revolves around an abusive relationship with a tree, <laughs> which is lovely. I was rooting for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, the tree transforms into Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Oh yes, what a what a which, twist! What a twist! <laughs> right? Well, because we didn't even know that was going to happen, that he was nowhere in the episode, and then yeah, there he is. they do that sometimes though. They just like pop out somebody for fun. Well, usually yeah. it's a pit crew member, and I'm like, he pops up, and I'm like, wait, wait a second, what are you doing here? I find right. usually it's the guest judge. They like surprise you with the guest judge that's there. True. Yeah, yeah they do do that. Yeah. Um, well, and Kamora, Kamora obviously didn't do a good job, which was sad. Yeah. She looked beautiful. Yeah. She, she looks. Did you see the video tree. she posted today? Oh my! It was I yeah, love. That was so funny. Comments. It was great. She she if if anyone hasn't seen it, she posted a video where she redid the tree face and green 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 screens herself on a tree, but into the scene from America's Next Top Model, and then photoshops all the girls' faces on the girls behind her, and then RuPaul is Tyra. And it's the funniest thing in the world. It really is just quality content. It's a good way to kind of make fun of yourself. Oh, yeah. And it's exactly what she was supposed to do. Like, she did it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, next we have God Loves Flags. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently not hairlines. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Simone right out of the gate is like obviously killing it. And I love when she says... I hate flags and I hate myself. <laughs> Relatable. Because it's so, it's so like Hallmark Channel. Like these movies are always about like 
a girl from a small town who became a big business bitch. And then she moves back to the small town and she meets a guy who chops wood and falls in love and, and then she remembers the smaller things depressed. in life. <laughs> yeah. And she, she, she gives up her big job in the city and comes back to the racist small town where she belongs. <laughs> it's very very hallmark movie like yeah. that's all they are every time yeah but my dad is santa <laughs> those are my favorite the ones where it's somebody in, somebody in the movie is santa but you don't know until the end yeah but it's like uh, very obviously who it is yeah yeah, yeah. it's the, like i wonder who fat, it is the maybe it's guy the old guy with the white beard <laughs> yeah the way she says factory it just kills me every time factory yeah so good yeah. it's so so good and um there's the gnome which was it was just so weird like i was so distracted by how weird this is as like a physical gag um and then she yeah. has her finger in like the the technical term dyke and a lot of people were offended by the use of that word in this way Oh, I didn't, and also I didn't the way it. that the gnome the gnome talks about being non-binary was so weird um just a really time. weird uh <laughs> really weird weird thing in this episode um but rose did a good job yeah i feel like they're just like trying to do these weird like they're trying to be like we're inclusive and it's like you're just they feel like doing a lot of weird like pandering moments <laughs> right yeah but yeah rose did rose delivers yeah rose did yeah, write she the did script, a good job you know no yeah yeah, yeah no for sure. yeah and then rose turns into the prince who is uh jeffrey boyer chapman she's transracial <laughs> and uh you you did did a kind of good job and lala re was like struggling the most out of this group i would say mm -hmm. yeah um but you know this one ended up good i think this one probably was the best of the three yeah and then we have April Fools rush in, and Gottmik is doing a pretty good job, but Tina I think is really carrying it more. But it's I think it was good for Gottmik that she had Tina to work with because Tina was gives so much energy that it's like I have like something something to look to, you know, yeah. to yeah. know how I'm supposed to do it. If Gottmik would have had someone like a Tamisha there, uh, not Tamisha, sorry. If Gottmik would have had someone like uh, Lala there, it would have been like it would have been yeah. rough. It I don't think she would have done quite as well. Yeah, because I think she would have also been too worried about her teammates' performance, you know? True. And it would have really, like, just taken it to a south place. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, um, both Candy and Tamisha in this one are so funny. So good. Yeah. So good. And Joey gets through it. <laughs> Joey is there. Joey's there. <laughs> she makes it to the other end. She makes it to yeah. the other end. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to say, like, there was a lot of side profile, not a lot of cheating to camera, which is what she was advised. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just wasn't the best in the group overall, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> but Candy was so funny when she came in. She just, like, exploded the whole... She did that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, Tamisha magically gives Mick a prince who is Jeffrey Boyer Chapman dressed as a prince impersonator. Oh. Hilarious. It's, so, oh, it's <laughs> comedy. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
So I thought that was fun. I mean, I really enjoyed Candy and Tamisha and Tina was also really good. Uh, and, you know, these these acting challenges, they are what they are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm excited for the ball next week. Anyways. Well, the yeah, ball the ball is going to be really, really Oh my God, really I forgot. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yes. So the judges loved mm-hmm. Nali's look, but they hated her performance. And they basically gave Kamora the same critique. Well, we also have the safe girls. And I don't, do we think all these girls should have been safe who were safe? No, no. Because we have um, Elliot, Olivia, mm-hmm. uh, Utica, Joey J, and Gottman. Tina. And Tina. And they're all safe. Uh, oh, and Tamisha as well. I don't think and they Tamisha, were the worst. Yeah. No, I just think um, personally, Joey J in the challenge, she was not good and her runway was disgusting. So she should have been in the bottom, in my opinion. I mean, we've seen time after time girls be saved from the bottom because they had an amazing runway. Mm-hmm. And I personally believe that um, neither Denali nor Kamora should have been in the runway after those, after the, in the bottom, after those runways. Yeah, I think I think Kamora no, should I have. Think, I think Kamora No, because really... I think Joey J was so bad and so horrible in the runway. And I don't think Lala Ree was any better than Can- uh, than Kamora in the challenge. And her runway wasn't as good. So she no, should have I been in the bottom. Lala Ree was just giving one note. And it wasn't like she was still giving the references. She just wasn't giving them hard enough. Kamora wasn't getting the references and w- wasn't able, like, the, they had to pull everything they could out of Kimura and she still missed them. But I think like, that a runway like, can save you and Kimura looked so incredible. I also think if yeah. you look at track record, Kimura's been like falling low now. This is her third week kind of doing poorly as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I wouldn't consider track record at this point. Cause it's like, it's so early, but like, I, th- I, I know I just think for me I would have put Joey J in the bottom and I would have put Lala Ree in the bottom and then Lala Ree would have sent Joey J's home Joey J's ass home in like 30 seconds so that would have been great <laughs> I will say I can't wait in to my watch alternate Lala universe that's how this happened I have a feeling like when Lala eventually does have to lip sync if she ever does I feel like she's gonna give you like shows yeah well she's an incredible performer and she showed that in the, the mm-hmm. premiere right mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see her lip sync again whenever that happens. And Simone ends up winning the challenge and she gets another $5,000, which is crazy. Yeah, she's at 10000 already. Like, oh my God. Are they going to do this every week? Like, <laughs> Well, remember the past couple seasons, it's just been cash prizes every week? Well, not every week, but it's like sometimes, like sometimes they have, they have a sponsor for the challenge. So they give that prize and then sometimes they give cash, but it like this much, like right away is crazy. I wonder if it's a COVID thing that they can't find people that want to sponsor because they... Everyone's poor. That could be part of it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's possible. And they lip sync to 100% Pure Love, Denali versus Kimura. And obviously Denali was going to win because, like, first of all, we already know Denali is, like, a big, you know, stunt performer. And, like, she clearly was in an outfit where she could move, whereas Kimura was not. You know what's funny? Denali has lip synced on every single episode of Drag Race that she has been on. <laughs> That is true. Imagine the absolute mind fuck that would be. Like you lip synced the first episode you were on, you lip synced the second episode you were on because you won, and then you were in the bottom. So you lip synced on that one. That's three uh, lip syncs. I would be like, I need, I don't even smoke. And I would be like, I need a cigarette. I need a nap. <laughs> and I need a fucking pizza. Like that is, it, it, I, I did one lip sync and it was so emotionally exhausting that it took 
and the fell thing down is, for her. And that first one, she lost and <gasps> thought she was going. Oh, yeah. And, and then she then, but then she won. So then she got the up. But then she was in the bottom. But then she went. Literally, the emotional roller coaster <laughs> that this girl has gone through. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. props to her. She must have I mean, strength. She needs yeah. to be safe next week. Let's hope Denali is safe. <laughs> Denali is safe. <laughs> so she can take a break. Yeah, she can't even get, she doesn't even need critiques. Just go sit in that room and have a drink. <laughs> they yeah. get to the runway, they're like, no, girl, go back there. We we, we poured you a double. <laughs> <laughs> you get this week off. You get this week off. Yeah, yeah you get this week off. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like Denali, like, really pulled out all the stops. And um, Kimura, like, doesn't know how to serve this song in a gown, which is hard. Like, this is definitely more of, like, a, a dancey kind of song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's very obvious who's going to be winning the lip sync. And Denali wins, of course. And it's such and an RuPaul. incredible performance too. Did you see the part where she turns around, looks at the other girls, and then does like a, ah, like you're all going down if you go up against me? She does like a cut, like yeah. a neck cut. Oh, it's so good. It's, if I was one of those girls watching that, I would just be like, I, I'm leaving. <laughs> she's, she's got this fire inside of her. Yeah. We haven't seen on this show for in a long time. Mm-hmm. She wants it and but the she's very like irreverent about the way that she wants it like mm-hmm. it's it's really it's so good yeah I love it. she gives me like she gives me the girl who is going to fight tooth and nail to make it to the end and like really yeah. deserve it if she makes it there yeah a hundred percent um i do think uh i think candy could have won the episode if her runway would have been better so agreed possibly yeah yeah because she she really like made that she starred in that scene you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and it was such a small role that she was able to like turn it out Mm -hmm. and honestly i would be really happy with watching like a like a quote-unquote big girl really excel and not get so bullied because i feel like big girls always get bullied when they do well but Mm -hmm. i feel like candy when she gets she's really getting celebrated which is refreshing to see yeah mm-hmm. yeah because people are always looking for a reason she, got, to she has such a warm personality too i think mm-hmm. that's it like she is just so likable as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so. absolutely yeah but rupaul basically wastes no time at all telling denali oh god that's she's the... gonna shante she was like right away she... yeah they didn't she have to go denali, that's how you do it shante you stay yeah she just said we're not gonna think about this i'm not oh. gonna consult i'm we're just gonna hi rock this up yeah oh, it oh, was it we... was like when candy eliminated milk in all stars three <laughs> <laughs> milk milk um, <laughs> i've just realized i don't believe we we discussed it um that michelle visage looks so oh, good. <laughs> incredible okay. i mean that hair is this the one where she's wearing the white and black eyeshadow yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, can we just for a second? i did that look like four days ago and then when she posted it i was like how did i know like, how did I know we were going to do the exact same eye? I, you know what we should do, Juice? We should get a bunch of girls who have that same wig and do the um, the Don't Rush Challenge, but just Michelle Visage and just put a whole bunch of Michelle Visage quotes in there. Just from this, this season's looks. <laughs> all, all black and white wig Michelle Visage yeah, transformation. I'll, I'll get um, Wigs Addy to give me the list of everyone who's ever bought that wig. And then we'll, yes. we'll contact the, the girls and we'll get it done. <laughs> exactly yeah. that'd be perfect and then, and then you can put brooke at the end with her human hair version <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. and you know too i was supposed to get a human hair version of that but the person who was going to make it for me just like never followed through yeah they said oh. that they wanted me to promo for them and all this stuff and then like they just never 
like I said, I was like, can you dye it white in the front, black in the back? And they were like, totally, well, I'll get it for you soon. And then just like, ghost. So I was like, I could have yeah. had a human hair one too. Sorry for your loss. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Kimora exits and her exit line is from the house of Hall. I love it. I love that. I mean, her verse was kind of like the new, like Roxy Andrews, like iconically bad. Like, yeah, yeah, it was so good. It wasn't good. even that bad, though. Like, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't... It's just in the context of everyone else, it was like obviously the worst. Because everyone literally killed that challenge. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Um, in Untucked. Well, we get the promo for... Oh, Untucked. Yes, Untucked. Yes. So in <laughs> Untucked, Candy randomly brings up the fact that she thought Elliot should be in the bottom rather than Kimura or Denali. Um, and I wouldn't agree based on the challenge because again, I actually thought Elliot did a serviceable job in the challenge. Like she did better than Joey J in my opinion and she did better than um, Lala, Kimura and Denali. Um, but on the runway, her ter- her look was shit. Um, but so was Joey J. So in my opinion, it should have been Joey J in the bottom over anyone else and then whoever else was the most fitting next, but anyways um she just brought that up for no reason there was so a, all the girls are like um <laughs> what the hell <laughs> well she was keeping it fiery on twitter after too because she said i said what i said and everyone's like candy stop letting these girls bully girls and then she was like <laughs> then she retweeted something about uh joey j's quote about the uh something about her, the black girl magic aggressive and that's all she did and she <laughs> left it there <laughs> No, that was that was Elliot, not not Joey J. Let's make sure that's yeah. clear. Oh, not Joey J. Sorry, the Elliot, the Elliot thing with the the, the yeah. Yeah, because yes. everyone was like, uh, "Why are you letting them bully her? Why are you? Why aren't you saying that we're all?" And she just retweeted that, and I was like, "You exactly, bitch. yeah, bitch. Yeah. This is why I'm letting them bully her." Okay. <laughs> you know, those the, the American girls seem so much messier than the Can- Canadian ones because we have like a group chat and stuff, and it's like I wonder if they have one too, and like what they were saying oh. to each other when that happened. They have a, a group chat, but they uh, they were posting about it because they said we have an iMessage one, but Tamisha's not in it because she doesn't have an iPhone, but they said she never <laughs> checked. <laughs> they said, but she never checked it anyway, so it's fine. Do you know what we have? Um, yeah. Do you know who doesn't check ours? Starzy. Star- yeah, True. That, I mean, that, Starzy is that girl who like is not bothered. So Starzy doesn't check it and she'll randomly check in and just be like, who wants to fight? And that's it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have her on uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm super excited about that. Oh, I love Starzy. I've always like Wait, does, loved does the, everything she does. Does Legendary Canada's Drag Race season one cast ha- group chat have a name? <laughs> Can we get an exclusive? I'm, I'm not gonna be the one to divulge that. <laughs> 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 that is not up to me to tell. <laughs> so the next episode is a ball. What's the theme of the ball again? It's the bag ball. They have to make outfits oh. out of bags. Which they're reaching for straws at this point, but let's see how it goes. <laughs> the bag ball. I mean, bags yes. are still fabric. Yeah. Well, I love some balls in a bag. <laughs> uh, and I'll bag a ball any day. <laughs> Feels like there's going to be a lot of puns next week. A lot. Um, and they have this fun little mini challenge where they're all dressed up like babies, which is lovely. This is like fever dream fuel, it's terrifying. <laughs> Yes. I'm noticing in the preview though, Joey J is just like wearing some aviators in a onesie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Quick drag. It's girl. That's that's her fully done. <laughs> they show they show a bit of like the girls and on the runway. They, and they only they... show face ups. Yeah, yes. Think. Yeah. They yeah. also show and, Simone um... saying she does not know how to sew at all. So. 
Right. But the, the part that they do so, show of Simone, she looks amazing. So we'll see what the outfit looks like. Well, yeah, because they could like, always do that to make you feel like, oh, well, Simone's going to slip up next week. And then all of a sudden she's just like, I don't know how to sew. But look at this. Like, Ben Creme doesn't know how to sew, but she hot glued an entire exactly. gown together. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Nicole Byer is back, right? She was already, do- she already did an episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they're going from just like a small pool and they're going to repeat people because of yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Which I'm not mad at because Nicole Byer is hilarious. She's one of my favorite. Yeah, I love Nicole Byer. She's had, awesome. So. Do you remember? Did you remember episode? Was it episode one she was on or episode two? I think it's two. Episode two, she was wearing a Michelle Visage throwback. Yes. She yes. was literally dressed as Michelle Visage <laughs> yeah. when I lived. But I love her, her little pigtails in this episode. Oh, so cute very cute very cute oh it's so cute <laughs> well i can't wait for next week uh it's gonna yes. be super exciting um and i guess that's it for this week's episode it was a good one juice box do you have any any special words for the the first eliminated first eliminated queen this week the first eliminated the first eliminated um you guys yes. four episodes um so good for you babe <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the family exactly <laughs> yeah we were rooting for you we were all we still rooting congratulations. for you congratulations to kimura like she she did end up showing some beautiful drag she will be and, fine um, she's gonna have a great career you go look at your mackies yeah. and tell yourself you did that yeah exactly and she has the and one she thing got such I, a good I will story say too she did yeah and and about her story like the thing that that sucks is like she doesn't have any support like from her family and she, her her own like significant other also doesn't really support her drag either so that's got to be really really hard so i just think I, i'm proud of her for for doing this and like doing what she did um and i hope that her boyfriend will see that he needs to support her more well, i mean probably seeing someone say that on national television would maybe make you rethink things and then checking her twitter mentions and everyone's saying dump him yeah <laughs> exactly that would maybe make yeah. me rethink sort of how i go about it yeah well that's like, what i was what saying she needs to... to do <laughs> exactly well she needs she needs to dump him and then just come marry me because she can come to Canada. We have healthcare. It's a beautiful country. Lovely place to live. We just beautiful <laughs> ladies together. Yeah, and we can share wigs. <laughs> and I can wear her outfits as like a bracelet. I was going to say, and you can wear her sample size Bob Mackie's because you're so skinny. <laughs> so skinny. Well, watch out in a couple months. I might be so skinny. You can't even see me. Oh my God. P90X uh, <laughs> queen. <laughs> Eva, I can't wait for us to go work out together. It's going to be great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'll be I crying. thought the baby challenge was a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> Icons. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much, Juicebox, for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on social media at allaboutEve6000 on Instagram and at alsoaboutEve on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the one that's ugly. And you can find me on Instagram at Juicebox Official, on Twitter at Juicebox Queen, on TikTok and Juicebox Sticky Talky, and on uh, OnlyFans at... Uh... <laughs> Just <laughs> waiting for we someone love to go. The juice box oh, talkie. Don't launch that here. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't launch the OnlyFans. I am desperately holding on TikTok. I am holding on to not launching that OnlyFans until the last minute. <laughs> right. That's that's gonna be your pride campaign. This yeah. Year. Well, if you did, you might be able to collab. You might be able to collab with Dahlia. So that would be cool. Did you see? Did you see? Um, Dahlia said she wanted to collab with me and Jackie Cox on her on her um OnlyFans. 
Oh, I actually didn't see that, but that's crazy. I just it was uh, a Dahlia or what was it? Dahlia had commented on one of Jackie's thirst traps, and then I had commented under it, and she said collab threesome, and then Jada Essence Hall wrote, (laughs) "I have a really good camera," and um, yes, and and then um, Heidi wrote, "I have really good lights." Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you in the shade next week. Bye. Bye.